From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22. is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Wow, look at us, your favorite podcast at your favorite time slot. Being that you're listening at your leisure, that could be, well, anytime. <laughs> Welcome to a friendly neighborhood edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 209. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me as always is the man whose ability to humorously but viciously dissect someone with smart-ass remarks has been described as amazing. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Amazing, spectacular, you name it. I'm all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, I have a horribly described movie for you. Oh, here we go. Failure on my part, but let's go. You got the last one. Yeah, lucky. You you dumped it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I probably just told you the answer and you forgot. And then you right. remembered again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but here we go. Mom won't let her children play outside on sunny days, even though there seem to be ghosts in the house. Hmm. Yes. Mom won't let her children play outside on sunny days, even though there seem to be ghosts in the house. All right. I guess yeah, I have to... you have to wait until after that quick news to find out the answer to that. All I right. see. I see Ralph stroking his beard. in contemplation. <laughs> Yeah. And Ralph's probably going to get it right. But our other illustrious host, the guy we just mentioned now, is the guy whose ability to let nothing bother him is described as spectacular. We said before, he is RT squared, Ralph the Tech. Yeah, spectacular, just described me perfectly. So the other day, while I was uh, in my blacksmith shop forging a genuine Japanese katana, pounding the steel, folding it over, then putting it into the uh, hot coals to reheat it. Is this 50 shades of blacksmith? Heating it over and over, (laughs) just pounding and pounding. As I went to go put the sword back into the hot coals, I stared inside and the coals stared at me deep into my soul. And at that moment, a thought occurred to me. If people stranded on a deserted island don't clean up the help signs that they put before they leave, rescuers would spend hours looking for someone who isn't there. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's the truth. It's, That'd be, it's kind of messed up, but hilarious too. Could you imagine? It's like, <laughs> oh, good. We finally get to save somebody. Let's go. Hey, I'm here to help you. Hey, where are you? You know what? <laughs> Fine. Fuck you, man. I'm here and you're not here. I'm gone. What if they just got stranded there themselves? At least now the sign's there. That's true. It's convenient. <laughs> One less thing to do, huh? At least you know. <laughs> Listen, if you show up on an island and there's a help sign, right? and there's no one around, and you do not see any skeletons, then you know at least you, at some point you will be saved. Though, or or they were taken away by alligators. That too. All right, guys, 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 we can't waste too much time because today is a very big show. Today is the episode that many of you have been asking about, whether it's you wanting to be on the show. Sorry, you couldn't be on the show. Um, or, <laughs> just, <laughs> or just when we were going to, Um, You just wanted us to cover this monumental movie. But does this third installment of this movie live up to the hype? So on this episode, 
We are discussing the Sony slash Marvel Studios production, Spider-Man No Way Home. But first, Mike will shoot his... He, Mike will shoot... Ah, wow, let's say it again. <clears throat> let's do it again. But first, <laughs> Mike will shoot out all news about geek life and culture as fast as Peter slings his webs. Just make sure you don't get it in your eye. Are we even talking about webs? Shit, are we even talking about jokes? Anyway, no. here he is. Mike, not me, not stumbling, and it's quick news. And now, the quick news, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cat. And that quick news intro was brought to you by the Potheads Association of America, undersigned by Little Snuffy. Oh, very nice. Little Snuffy. <laughs> uh, well, after that, after the intro, I could only start this with death, mostly of humor. Um, after that, though, other death. Actor and comedian Louis Anderson died today, January 21st. Anderson rose to fame quickly after playing Maurice in 1988's Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. He also managed to leverage his fame with an animated series, Life with Louis, which ran for four seasons. Most recently, the comedian had a leading role in the Zach Galifianakis uh, series, Baskets. Anderson died of complications related to non-Hodgkin lymphoma. He was 68. Wow. First off, for years, and this sounds messed up, for years I thought Louis Anderson had already passed. I think a lot of people did for some odd reason. Yeah, and then when he showed up on Baskets, I was like, oh, wow, he's alive, and I was so happy. I loved a lot of his, his stand-up work. Um, mm -hmm. He was good at coming, coming to America, but, I mean, li uh, was it Life with Louie, that, that yeah. cartoon? Yeah. It was actually a lot funnier than, than, than people um, it was. realized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, was good, it was a good show. It was a good show, especially when he did his father. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, 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 I just know, like, I don't know, just it, it's very fond memories for me when it comes to Louie Anderson. I remember staying up late to watch his HBO special. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I remember him telling my favorite joke, like talking about when a deer is looking at headlights, what must be going through his mind? And he looks at the headlights, he goes, hmm, either that's a Mack truck or two Hondas. I hope it's the two Hondas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, rest in peace. So sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah. What else you got, Mike? All right. This April, the only fools will be dead fools. April's release of Justice League number 75 will be the death of the Justice League. And we're not talking about a metaphorical death. According to Joshua Williamson, writer of the aptly titled issue, Death of Justice, of the 10 iconic JLA heroes, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, John Stewart, Martian Manhunter, Hawkgirl, Aquaman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Zatanna, nine of them will die. What? Leaving, leaving only one hero to return to Earth to tell the tale. Superman. Not surprisingly... These epic deaths coincide with the 30th anniversary of the death of Superman, where the Man of Steel was felled by Doomsday. Williamson also indicated that there will be several months, and we do mean several months, without these heroes on the pages of their own or other comics, which will give time for new heroes like Superman's son or Yara Floor, the new Wonder Girl, to take the spotlight. I wonder so, so it's already just disappointing when you get like, we're going to kill off all these people. In time, they'll be back. Well, then what the hell? <laughs> I was going to ask you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the fake, uh, the fakeness of the death, knowing that they're going to come back? Or do you, do you like it better that they say, okay, you know what? We're going to be honest. They're, they're going to die and we're going to bring them back. So, you know, don't you, get too If they're going to die and they're going to bring them back, then just say that they're missing. I, I'd rather you have a mission of, hey, 
someone comes back and they're like, they could be dead, they could be missing. We just don't know where they are. But hey, like then you have a comic of a, of a of a group of people that just go off to nowhere and they can have their they can tell us their tale later. But then have these other people that you want to feature handle the scene in the meantime. But just to to quote unquote kill them to and especially if you really do kill them to have some wave of a hand and now they're alive again. It's just a waste of my time. I'm sure no, there will be at least two hands waving. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I think there's only one half wa uh, hand waving. The other hand is just jerking itself because that's what it feels like when they make these these stories. Well, it's funny because you said it's on the anniversary of the, the death of Superman. Uh, the the I don't want to say the irony, but it'd be interesting if they went, okay, everybody dies except for Superman. I'm like, oh wow. I mean, it's so right. freaking obvious. That's what they're gonna do. No, they'll probably keep Superman. No, they'll probably kill. Superman. No, they're gonna keep. So, all right, so. Here's here's my guess. Either they keep Superman alive, or it's gonna be Batman because Batman is Batman. I, the reason I would think that they'll probably get rid of just like they did with Fifty Two when uh, when Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman all decided to do something. They went missing, yeah, <laughs> you know, for a year where they just went away. They it wasn't even like a death that they were. They just went away and let the world do its own thing. Um, because yeah. the thing is, if Superman's around, then trying to feature Superman's son seems pointless. Right. You know. And you already, you know, they've got to push Damien as much as they can because well, they, they can say like that, that Superman is like depowered or something, or he's he's suffering from PTSD, seeing all his friends die. Nah, no, I mean, I would say you'd kill Superman only because that that's to tell you how hard this foe is to beat. He, he killed Superman. You just want to kill Superman because it's Henry Cavill and he keeps rejecting you. Oh, Henry Cavill, oh, that guy, man, <laughs> that, that piece of wood. Is, is, is it, is it Henry? Is it Henry Cavill or is it Groot? We can't tell. <laughs> I was waiting oh, for Mike to make sir. a stone statue, aka wooden reference of Henry Cavill. How dare you, sir? That is a it's wood either... plank you would mount in a moment. <laughs> it, it's either me or his agent. We both know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Pinocchio Cavill. What else you got there, Mike? All right. Last but not least, your television will soon have a series regular that's larger than a bread box, but smaller than a celestial. Apple issued an order for a live action series starring Godzilla and his monstrous foes, the Titans. Although few details have been released, the show will expand on Legendary Pictures' MonsterVerse and follow one family's journey to discover their connection to Monarch, which is the secret organization that has been present in the MonsterVerse. Right. The currently untitled series does not have a premiere date. Did you say live action or animated? Live. Mm. Interesting. I, I, I was just going to say that, Ralph. Interesting. I, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, it is Apple, and Apple does produce a lot of a lot of good things, or at least quality. The, the quality of how it looks is good. I don't know about script. But, Ever you know, since like, they created Mythic Quest, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Because yeah, right, okay. that series is hilarious. I still got to check it out. And, nothing and, to do with Apple. It just made me remember a show that I want to see. But go on. I'm sorry, go ahead, Ralph. And then the... Uh, what was it? Pre the, is it Jane Eyre? No. What's the, what's the one with Haley Steinfeld? It's an Apple show. Oh, if it's not Hawkeye, I don't know. I was like, Hawkeye? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about, Rob. I just can't remember the name of the show. Right. What's it about? It's about Jane, the author mm -hmm. who wrote Pride and Prejudice. Who's that? Mm -hmm. Who's that? Uh, Jane, Jane Austen. Jane Austen. Mm -hmm. so it's about her life. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, well, kind of like their own take on it. But it's is it a simple show. life? Is it just so called Plain Jane? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. So wait a minute. So because because of how they handled that show, you're 
you think Godzilla's gonna be great. I don't I don't get it. No, because of the way they handled Mythic Quest, I wanna give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not okay. saying that the show's gonna be great. I'm saying I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll wait and see, then I watch it, and then like a real critic should, without taking the money first, I'll make my opinion. Then once they know my opinion, they give me the money and I'll change my opinion like a real critic. Ooh. Wow, nice. at least you're consistent. <laughs> and I, I know like Mike, that. how do you feel about it, Mike? I know you just gave the quick, but how are you feeling about it? I know you're a big Godzilla fan. Um, I, I have faith that they'll they'll try and do something. I mean, let's put it this way. They can't be worse than half the movies, so <laughs> you know, I you. I, I'm already there for that. Um, I, I no, I, I'm sure they're gonna do a good job. And also the um the the, the people from Toho are also behind it. So it's not oh, like well, which just... of course is always very Sorry. you know yeah. comforting. It was yeah. Emily Dickinson. The show's oh, called okay. Dickinson. Oh, okay. Um, uh, when you saw, were talking about uh, like shows and stuff like that, I was just thinking I would love DC fandom to come back, but I wonder if it will. Oh, my gosh. Oh, DC fandom. Wait, was, um, it, was, was it fandom? Was that the name of it? Or No, 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 I... no, no, no. It was, I can't remember the name of the show, though. The, the one where they were doing like their board game. Yeah. What was that called? I thought it was, oh, it wasn't I fandom. can't remember. Was we got to go back and look at it. Yeah, but it was, that, that was a fun show. All Star? No, it wasn't All Star. I don't know what it was. It was. It was a I think lot it was of DC All Stars. I think it was DC All Stars. Oh, was it? okay, okay. But yeah, whatever it was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. For those who are listening, real quick, who are wondering what the heck are they rambling about? DC. When DC had its own um, app, DC Universe, they had this show where they had a couple of celebrities and a couple of their friends playing a um, role playing game that DC produced back in the eighties, um, and it's called DC All Stars, and it's a pretty funny take on how to play those games and the kind of fun you can have and the creativity you can have. So mm-hmm. um, I agree, Mike. I wish they would have done a season two on that one. Yeah, that would be great. All right, so wait, that's all your quick news? That is all my quick news. All right, third time's the charm for that badly described movie because I know you described it twice. Already. One more time because I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna okay. try. I'm gonna really you got your try. ears perked up there, uh, Mr. Tech? Yes, sir. All righty. Mom won't let her children play outside on sunny days even though there seem to be ghosts in the house. Mm. Wow. I don't know. I can't. I, 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 we don't have enough dead air time to give me time <laughs> to figure that out. So, no, I, I'm going to give up. Robert? Let's go from dead air to dead head. What you got there, Mr. Robert Tuck? <laughs> I was going to say poltergeist, but that doesn't sound right. No, you're right. It's not. So don't say that. <laughs> but what you should have said was Nicole Kidman in The Others. Oh, that's right. Never seen yeah. it. Oh, don't hand me the I've never seen it. I've never seen it. What you want me to you, do? You were in it. <laughs> I was the other. <laughs> the other. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that movie. Yeah. Three Let's seconds. See if anybody out in that listening world got that Missy Yate young lady. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Tinkerbell, because Tinkerbell's been, been saying, well, some of them I don't get. But when he doesn't do horror, I don't really get him. <laughs> I, I'm not even imitating her voice because she's from Texas. She has a drawl, so I'm not doing it. And there wasn't <laughs> enough gunshots behind you to represent anyone from Texas. Quick, <laughs> take five seconds. Tell me what the others is about. Uh, no, we got to move on. Yeah, we do, <laughs> especially because of the particular movie that we're talking about. Is there any other movie I said? Oh, we we could do um, quick news for another five minutes. No, 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 no. We must talk about spider-man no way home i mean this movie you know has been anticipated for the past six months to a year and we finally have it and with a synopsis is the guy who just saw it recently and um he's got a probably a really fresh take i'm really interested in what this is going to sound like 
Mike, no, also known as MFG. Go right ahead. Synopsis time. All righty. Spider-Man No Way Home is the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming from 2017 and Spider-Man Far From Home 2019. And it is also the 27th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The film continues Tom Holland's run as everyone's friendly neighborhood webhead. The film had a budget of $200 million, and even with a coronavirus resurgence keeping many people away from the crowded public venues, it managed to garner $706 million domestic, $926 million international for a worldwide total so far of $1.6 billion since its release on December 17th. Yikes. Spider-Man No Way Home has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 93% with an audience score of 98%. And a Metacritic score of 71 out of 100 with an audience of 88 out of 100, which pretty much for uh, Metacritic is six claws almost. (laughs) That's that's pretty much what it is. That's as close as you're going to get with the Metacritic. They're they're like, eh, it was okay, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Little synopsis. Walloping web snappers. As if puberty and the um, proportionally active libido of a spider weren't enough, the superpowered teen from Queens has been outed by the deathbed confession of Mysterio as Peter Parker and a murderer. Seeking assistance from the technically Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange, for a magical way out of his public and private problems, our hero botches the spell and brings in Spidey foes from alternate dimensions and earlier films. Luckily, the same mistake also brought along some familiar faces behind the red and web mask from the last 20 years. And that should solve all the problems without anyone getting hurt. Oops. All righty. <laughs> it's starring Tom Holland as Peter Parker Spider-Man, Zendaya as MJ, Jacob Batalon, I'm sorry, Batalon as Ned Leeds, Benedict Gumberpatch as Dr. Stephen Strange, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, Jamie Foxx as Max Dillon Electro, Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn Green Goblin, Alfred Molina as Otto Octavius Dr. Octopus, Reese Ifans as Dr. Kurt Connors the Lizard, Benedict Wong as Wong. Uh, Tony Rebellori as Flash Thompson, Marissa Tomei as May Parker, Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker Spider-Man. <laughs> All right, so let's get ready to talk about this Spider-Man No Way Home. But before we even go there, true believers, let's press that spoiler button that we've spent so much money for and we're still spending on it now. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. And that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Slush Productions. Wow, so the other day, you know, I was getting mugged and then this guy just swooped down and saved me. And then he left this card and it said, "From your uh, saved you from your friendly neighborhood, Stush. Ooh. Sticky, wet, gooey all over me. Oh, it's just Stush. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so appropriate, especially with a name like Stush. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's talk about it, guys. Spider-Man No Way Home. We've been waiting to talk about this since the movie came out. Now we've all seen it. You know, I mean, I know that that um, that um, um, the coronavirus has complicated things for some of us in regards to going to a movie. And I don't blame anybody. <laughs> and the, I think what's made it hard is also it not being available on any kind of like app or anything like that. But if you're going to see this movie, I think you definitely think you need to see it in the theaters. But I think and in IMAX like I did. Oh, you mother jumper. You should just <laughs> skip IMAX and go straight to 4D IMAX. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I, but I, I don't know anyone in that apartment. 
<laughs> I'm for it. Yeah. So I'm for it. That's another story. The way it works is you you knock three times, you pound on the door five want. times, you listen for six times, and then the door opens. Okay, well, nice. Ralph, before I even get to, to talking about the first question about Spider-Man No Way Home, what is wrong with you using the word pound? Talk about pounding the black steel, pounding this. Are you, like, prepping yourself for adult work? Um, no, it's just, it's just the word of the day on my calendar. Pound. pound okay, man. so, all right, by the way, anybody listen to this podcast, you want to let us know you heard the podcast? The secret word is pound. Anyway, <laughs> so this movie is all the buzz for the past couple of months, and there's been leaks and trailers and this and that and... And the MCU has given, Sony and the MCU has given Spider fans a lot to digest. Let me throw this big question out there. Would you agree with the statement that a lot of people are saying that No Way Home is the equivalent to the Avengers Endgame in regards to tying everything up and putting a final mark or final chapter to this to this series of stories? Like the Spider no. Saga? Spider Saga. Mike, you say no? No. Elaborate, uh, I mean, sir. Uh, only because I mean, it's the Avengers Endgame put it put an end to the Avengers Endgame. This, you know, this doesn't necessarily put it. And I mean, unless unless Holland is never coming back, it doesn't put an end to his Spider-Man. And also, his Spider-Man has nothing to do with the other Spider-Man. You know, this was more of a well done, but it was still a gimmick. It wasn't like the, it wasn't like this required there to be other Spider-Man in this movie. They wrote a movie that put them in there, and they did a great job with it. But you know this. This sugarcoated and gave a happy ending to things that didn't need it. I'm not saying I didn't appreciate some of them, but it's not like the movies needed their endings to be changed. Okay. Ravi Boy? I think this is just the start of the home saga. You know, there's, the next one should be uh, Spider-Man searching for a home. Then you're going to have <laughs> uh, Spider-Man finding my home place. You know, then you're going to have Spider-Man here at home. You know, then you're going to have uh, the next one will be Spider-Man. Honey, I'm home. Right? Oh Lord, okay. that'll probably be the one to end it. <laughs> My goodness. No, they'll come back for one more about Honey, I'm home, and I shrunk the kids. But you know. <laughs> oh goodness, you both of your dad jokes are killing me right now. Um, so yeah, as much as I didn't, as much as I didn't want to go chronologically with this, usually. I mean, if you know the format of my reviews, a lot of the times what I'll ask the guys is, if it's a good movie, we'll go blow by blow, and if it's a bad movie, we go for what did you like, what did you didn't like. And I was going to go with what you like, what you didn't like with this one, because there's so much stuff. But because there's so much stuff, I feel like I have to go, not necessarily chronologically, but in that order to talk about the things that hit you when they hit you. So let me start with, um, so, so in the beginning of the movie, or the beginning part of the movie, we, we're dealing with the repercussions of Peter being outed as Spider-Man and how it affected him and his friends and people around him. Did this part of the movie take longer than usual to develop or was it even was it interesting and i kind of gave away how i felt based on the question but yes um i mean obviously it just happened right away so it didn't take any time to develop i just we know the point of it and it's the point that drives the rest of the plot which which makes everything the way it is it as much as they tried to give you a a real feel of what he was going through and some of it was it, it, it none of it was particularly interesting in that it's like well what about all the people that you stopped but didn't go to jail like how come they're not storming your building trying to get their vengeance um etc cetera, etc cetera. so that it just wasn't enough like if you're going to give me a spider-man reveal then that should have been that own movie in my opinion of how is he actually dealing with this um the fact that he just 
sadly, but inconvenience his life and the life of his friends. It was interesting. And like I said, it's the plot point to drive the movie to, to get it. It was just a reason it worked, but I just think it could have been better done. Okay. Ralph. Um, what was the question here? Um, was the beginning, the beginning of the movie talks about, you know, Peter being outed and him dealing with like the, the aftermath of that. Did you feel like it was too long or was it, you know, appropriate for the movie? I, I thought Peter was with Mary Jane. He came out of the closet. No, no, no. Talking about the fact of him being Spidey, you know? Come on, bro. Follow along. Oh, the spider closet. All right, cool. Um, I I didn't think it took too long. I think it flowed pretty well. Um, it was kind of interesting to see because, like, what I would really like to have seen is some sort of, like, actual, like, time uh, to let us know how much time was actually passing. You know, because it was, like, okay. quick, it's quick cut scenes, but you don't really know an exact amount of time like that he's had to live with with this situation you know right we know it's we know at least it's we can we can guesstimate that it's been at least a month because he's then starting school but you want to be sure or at least two months because we don't know how much time actually happens also well, i was about to say we actually don't know it could be two days we don't know when yeah. it happened versus school but we know it's been some type of time but because by know. the time he gets to school that's then you know you know, that's at least September, assuming that they would start in school in September. Right. Um, but it would have been nice just to know how much time is actually going by to when, because uh, that they're getting, because the whole then plot line kind of like starts moving forward once they get their acceptance letters, or I right. mean their rejection letters. So right. to know how much time has gone to that point, it, it would have been good to know. But otherwise, I feel like the way that they showed, they, the the simple fact that they didn't give us like an actual like you know trial or something of him or like having like scenes with like uh matt murdoch talking to the district attorneys or whatever you know we, that we don't have to see all of that it was pretty good you know just him saying well you know you're free um just keep your head down and uh good luck with your life you know that was good enough for me and then just to move the forward story I I, I hear you, Ralph. I, I really disagree in regards to it didn't I feel like it didn't flow well. I feel like out of the entire movie, that was the, that was the mud. That was the, the sludge. And now, mind you, it's necessary because it's it's the driving motivation of Peter going to Dr. Strange and requesting this stuff. And, you know, like you know, all that stuff was necessary so that you understood why he did these things. And there was a sense of urgency. I just felt like it could have been cut down a little shorter. Well, but, just, but also like, it just, scary. it just, it just happened and went, I mean, this is what I didn't like about it. It's just like Mysterio who provides no photographic evidence yeah. says he's Peter Parker. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Spider-Man, you're Peter Parker. No. <laughs> well, show us, uh, take uh, off your mask and show us. No. Show but then us who he just you are. Starts whipping off his mask. Every, and I'm like, well, you're the one that's pretty much revealed who you are. I mean, and also, you you can't be the only Peter Parker in all of America. <laughs> you know, it's just one of these things. that was just like, so that took you no time at all. <laughs> so it was very weird. Actually, yeah. I, um, I conducted a, a census in the Marvel Universe, and he is, in fact, the only Peter Parker in the whole universe. Not even on, you know, uh, that exoplanet next to Jupiter. Yeah. Oh gosh. Only Peter Parker. <laughs> no, it was like I said. It was just. It was just so weird that it wasn't even a denial at any point. Um, and also, like I said, I know they go for the comedy. I wasn't a big fan of their silly reactions. It, they, oh, they you gonna like, have spider babies and? Well, I mean, I'm just talking about just their silly reactions. You know, just the the you know, 
it's that over the top, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I know you're trying to show it. And I know this is an adult's interpretation of what teenagers would be like, <laughs> you know, which they wouldn't be like if something was found out. Um, it was just, it was just interesting. And also at the same time, it just, it kind of dragged a bit for me. But then again, a lot of the um, decision-making, again, it was to drive the story, but a lot of it was just like, so you're not learning anything, are you? <laughs> it, it, <laughs> you it's, it's one of the few things that kind of bothered me about the movie, like, yeah. how slow that was. Now, to bring something positive, the f and where I've mentioned that already, the first oh wow moment for me was um, the appearance of Charlie Cox in the role of Matt Murdock. I mean, how hard did you guys squeal when when that happened I, I almost lost my mind I, I i did a double take as well i wasn't paying full attention in that scene and i'm like and i'm like oh wait holy shit that's daredevil well, charlie cox all right cool i mean yeah it was a great scene I mean, i'm happy to see him but it's, it's unfortunately i mean this is not even me scenes because i didn't see any spoilers just but after what how many months oh charlie cox is definitely going to be in it oh okay so there he is i mean yes i was happy to see him but you know, this whole like, oh, we need to find out everything so we can enjoy the movie that we would never go see Spider-Man if I didn't know what was going on. And it's like, I would go see it and I'd be much happier if I didn't know that Matt Murdock was going to be in the film. Mm. It was just like, like, again, I point out on the time, if we didn't know Spider-Man was going to be in Civil War, that moment when he shows up would have been so exciting if we didn't already see it in the commercial 90 times before the film came out. <laughs> you know, you saw so yes, I mean, I was happy to see him, you but like it wasn't, you know, but it didn't excite me. Like, I, I, you know, it was just like, cool, not like, oh my God, it's like, cool, that's the scene he's in. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think also, I think, it, it, I mean, just like um, the other two Spider Man, which we'll obviously we'll talk about later, um, you know, it, it was also a contractual thing and, and like, oh, could it really happen? Even though they talked about he might be back and then, you know, um, Feige gave that coy little, yeah, Matt Mur Murdock will be back at some point. You know, he was sure to use Matt Murdock. He didn't say Daredevil. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just interesting how, how, how he tried to work that in there. Mm -hmm. I was I was happy to see it because yeah. there are other things, other people that were supposed to be in and that weren't in it. So, you know, and, and other people were like, women like, oh, this person's going to be in it. And I'm like, you know, it's the, the rumors are going crazy, but I was just happy to see Charlie Cox. He's the best yeah. Daredevil, hands down. Do you Glad do you to see him back. Do you guys want to know um, what I would have done if I were in Peter Parker's shoes and my identity was revealed? What's that? So I, first thing I would have gone to Happy be like, oh, listen, Happy, I know Tony got some sort of like face altering technology because if you remember back in Agents of Shield, there was like this like uh, mask that they could put to change the people's faces, right? So right. Just not canon, but go ahead. You get one of those, you put that shit on, right? And then you'd be like, Peter Parker, I don't know who that is, and you reveal the face and you'd be like, look, I'm not Peter Parker. Boom. You say you make up some name, some crazy identity. They think that person's Spider-Man. Peter Parker could live his life free. No problems. Just don't go back to the apartment. Then you get someone else to uh, wear the suit. Peter Parker shows up like, look, I'm not Spider-Man. See, 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 see. And there you see, go. That would, that would have been not Ralph Explains at all. That segment would have been Ralph Explains how he would have done it. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to have to start doing that now. <laughs> oh, God. I gave, how I gave another idea. It. Oh, goodness. The good ideas job. I give up for free. Yeah, good job. Good job. Um, now, as the as the as the plot progresses, eventually Peter gets this Doctor Strange to ask him to do do him a solid and kind of take care of the spell. How how shocked are you guys at the development that Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme? I mean, well, it kind of makes it, sense. It, it made sense. <laughs> I mean, he was gone for five years. <laughs> you know, that's just hilarious. It's like, so wait, you're not Sorcerer Supreme anymore? Well, due to a technicality, I'm I'm not the Sorcerer Supreme anymore. 
technicality. You were gone for three years. <laughs> well, he said he even he said he goes. He's been technicality. I was gone for five years because of oh, the blip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, no, no. So I'm saying same. that's Wong goes. You were gone for five years. What you want me to do? I had to take yeah. over. Yeah, right. but also at the same time, it's like, how supreme are you exactly as sorcerer there, Wong? Because, <laughs> I mean, at no point do you show up at all to investigate all the weird shit that's going on in New York City, you know? That's got to be disturbing magic everywhere at this point. <laughs> and it's funny that Mike questions um, somebody's sorcerer supremeness. Because let me ask you this. How did you guys feel about the idea that Peter's getting Doctor Strange to help him with this spell? And all it takes is Peter's meddling to ruin the spell mm-hmm. of the Sorcerer Supreme. How did you guys feel about that? It felt a little convenient. That's Again, it's it's all, like I keep saying, everything felt like it to drive it to the point that it needed to be driven. And it felt like it. And that was my, those are my only complaints about the movie was all the stuff that just, it was contrived because it had to happen in order for this movie to become what it was, you know? Well, listen, if, if you guys had ever done any spell work whatsoever, you would understand the complexities behind crafting a spell like that all right i for one can speak to the complexity that that spell is complex and you know it's super complex with the fact that it's more complex and it takes a lot of complex concentration complex is that so that added nothing <laughs> i thought pounding was your was your word not not complex that's the word for tomorrow no but it's also one of these things it's like because again, only because they had to drive the story that this happened. Like Strange would have just been like, "Stop! Yeah, we're gonna stop the spell. Who Tell do me. you want? Who do you <laughs> yeah. want me right. to have remember? Exactly. Like he's not gonna my... just keep. Especially by the. I mean, even if you said he was the second time, he's a smart man. He's just gonna stop and go. Give me a list because it and wasn't that... important. It wasn't like the world was falling apart at that moment, and this had to be done this second or else." Armageddon. It's just like Peter, write me a list. <laughs> well, let me know? let me add this on top of what I just what I just mentioned. Now, do you think that Doctor Strange was Doctor Strange? Oh my goodness, I got Elmer Fuddism. Um, <laughs> do you think Doctor Strange was written almost differently than he does in the regular in his regular MCU movies? I felt like it was kind of dumbed down a little bit. Kind of disappointed me. They they added more humor to him in this one than they would in his own movie. I'm not sure if it would be more humor. I just but, feel like but he's they, but they also of, they yeah they gave him they gave him the you're in a kids film kind of a treatment and it's mm-hmm. like yeah uh, yeah no I mean again like I said I mean, it's it's the thing and again my ratings well but I mean you'll it'll, you'll hear it in my ratings like I love this movie but it's it's all of this stuff that happens to make the movie happen that I had a forced. problem with because it was it was very forced like I said I mean we're not talking I'm not trying to be realism and we're just. We already have seen Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is a very overly confident man. <laughs> you know, he just would have been like, stop, child. <laughs> How know? confident is he? And, and, you know, and then just give me your list. And now let's get this spell going. Because Peter's interruption, I mean, this was, wait, that would that would aggravate anybody. This, what, didn't you think? Stop the spell and do this. That's anyone's reaction to being interrupted like that while you're trying to do something that could potentially damage the multiverse. I mean, that's that's just <laughs> you know, that's and you know, when people are trying to get me to stop chopping onions, they're like, stop, yeah. Riley. <laughs> Shout out to Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it's just it was just one of those things that bothered me. Magic 101. I mean, come on, it's written in the, in the first rule. If you're gonna do a complex <laughs> spell, get get yeah. your shit straight, then you do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
now uh, spells cast, everything happens, and now you have one. Um, you start having the villains roll in. You start having Doc Ock roll in. How did you feel about the Doc Ock fight with Spider Man? I mean, even though we've seen it in the commercials, we knew it was coming. How did you guys feel about um, um, Alfred Molina's um, portrayal this time around of Doc Ock and the whole idea of um, Stark Tech helping Peter win the day? I mean, you got to give it up to the makeup department because he looked like he hasn't aged. It wasn't makeup. It was actually the digital department. Yeah, it's digital. He he and um, Willem Dafoe were digitally de-aged. Really? Wow, they yeah. did a yeah. great job. Well, they, they didn't do DC's version of de-aging. I don't know what they use for de-aging over in DC, but they need better CGI people. So they, they, they took um, the one that they used for Luke in, in, uh, in The Mandalorian? I guess, but it's also and, the one and, they used for, what's his name, Um, for Michael Douglas in Ant-Man. You didn't yeah. let me finish. Why are you interrupting me so much? Why? I'm Why? sorry. I'm sorry. Damn right, I'm sorry. <laughs> um... They took the one that they used for Luke in, in The Mandalorian, and then they really upgraded it to make it seem a lot better. Well, I mean, these guys aren't 300,000 years old. I mean, you're going back, well, for, for those guys, you're going back 20 years. I mean, still a lot, but it's not like they look like death door, you know? I mean, you're, not make, you're not making them look like they're teenagers, <laughs> you know? If, if we want to know, we should probably ask the cap. Wow. Oh my God! That's why I wear a mask. Yeah, but, no, <laughs> yeah, but they did a good job of the de aging because it was seamless. I mean, it just looked like them at that. It point. looked very. I, I honestly thought it was practical effects, and they just used makeup. But what did no. you guys think of? What did you guys think of the, the, the action scene with Doc? Well, I mean, the, the action like scene was fantastic. But what I love about the action scene, and it's very important. Not just that; all of the action scenes are very important. Is that? You can give and take because when Doc Ock first started making appearance, he's pushing cars up and they're kind of doing a fly, but they're not going off the bridge. They're just kind of pushing up, maybe doing a tilt to the side. You know, I mean, they're not not gentle, but they're being pushed up, popped up, pushed to the side for the people that did not have fair warning after. But as far as Peter sees several cars ahead before he's getting, he's getting everyone off the bridge. And except for the one woman who he's trying to get to change their mind about MIT, Pretty much from what we see, you can only make that at some point that mostly everybody has gotten off the bridge that we can be aware of. And that's important only because of what I'll bring up later is that like of, of no one else dying in that scene, like no one dies in that scene. And that's just important. And I will come back around to that later on. All right. All right. But in that, the action scene was a lot of fun. Um, the nanotech with the Stark tech, I didn't understand. I mean, I understood what they told me, but I'm like, well, you know, like, why couldn't he just get it back? <laughs> you know, like, he could control it. It's like, well, why can't you just get it back? Because <laughs> if he gets it back, then he can't control the octopus arm. No, this is, that, was, that was his later suggestion afterwards. I'm talking about when he initially got the Stark tech before Peter realized he could control it. It's like, uh -huh. like the, the, it, he could con it obviously had control and it all obviously knew where the tech knew where it belonged. Him just grabbing one of the, um, uh, the the tentacles, it's like, why didn't you just get back the start tech? Like, why did it stay on the other side? It was just one of those things, you know. It's just again, it's a movie plot point, you know? yeah. right? Um, I don't want to um go into each individual villain, but the, every villain as a whole. Mike mentioned that the lizard's back, Electro's back, the foe, aka. Goblin's back, Sandman's back, and Doc Ock was back. Which one did you feel um, looked better this time around than in their original incarnation in their movie? I mean, just the fact that Jamie Foxx was in all blue was pretty good. 
Um, I mean, he just looked like Jamie Foxx by that point for me. I mean, I mean, does he look better? I mean, he's Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it, it was. But cool. I mean, let's put it this way: even they had to be like, then you have bad teeth and <laughs> bad eyes. You know, like, even that. You know, and even he had no explanation as to why. It's like, and that was another thing too. It's just kind of like, yeah, my agents just wanted me to look better this time. You know, because there's no reason he looks better. Um, but I mean, Alfred Molina. I mean, he was his treatment was much better, and definitely uh, Willem Dafoe. I mean, his Goblin was much better, especially since he was no longer hindered by not having his face shown. Okay. And his face is far creepier. And I don't mean that as a distable Defoe. I'm talking about his ability to express yes. far creepier than any mask, in which we all had said 20 years ago. Yes. We don't know why they put a mask on him. Absolutely. <laughs> it was cool when you see um, uh, Jamie Foxx as the shocker, as, as Electro, when, with his... Um, when he's fully with the, with powered the up, mask. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, that was fun. It was finally the nod to the actual Electro, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and then with uh, with Sandman, I kind of did it feel to you almost like the they couldn't get the actor to actually show up to I film. The same thing, Ralph. And so that's why they always had him in full sand. Because if I'm not mistaken, Sandman can revert back to his human form, right? No, not he doesn't turn human. He's just sand like, that looks but, human. But looks human, right? Yeah. But like in, in the throughout the whole movie. I don't know if it's predominantly so much that in sand. Yeah. But I mean may, I mean again, I don't know what the character himself looks like right now. He just, you know, maybe he's just not in any shape that they were like Look, right. we're just—it's just easier for us to CGI. If you don't mind, we need your voice. We need everything else. You're, you're getting paid, but you know, because I mean, remember, he was already an older guy then. Mm -hmm. That's true. So. Well, also remember, Doc Connors was was not exactly shown in human form either. He was only in lizard form. Yeah, but yeah. he's uninteresting in any other form. I mean, like, like he could only be like to be the lizard. There's only one form he could be in, because he doesn't go back and forth in the movie even. Yeah, yeah he's just—he's the lizard. And then he's not, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, so yeah, I, I even forgot what the actor looked like until he reverted. I was like, oh yeah, that's you. Was it him though? <laughs> I, I for some reason I felt like that it wasn't the guy. No, it's him. Yeah, it I definitely was him. I wonder how much he got paid just to be in that one scene. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Also. I mean, well, don't forget. I mean, his voice is doing the lizard as well. So I mean, he's getting paid. Was they it his voice? Because you could pay someone. Because the the voice of the lizard. Yeah, but, is but why? But why would I? I mean, if I have to pay millions probably for I am Groot <laughs> from a grade from a grade D actor. Wow! <laughs> you know? Now we can't have Vin Diesel on the show. I can. I think they can pay you know Reese Evans money just to do the lizard's voice. Oh my <laughs> you know? gosh. Listen, remember, as long as you got family, you can do anything. Oh so. wow! Okay, I'm going to use that to springboard right along. All right, so villains are around. You know, strange. You know helps you know peter imprison them and all this stuff and, and then, then it's easily the imprisoned in the mirror verse yes oh, <laughs> which that, i'm like that, does that work that, that one i was gonna get with because i'm like okay so Sp spider-man and strange have this fight over um you know do we keep these villains or send them back to die versus you know me helping them there was two things number one what mike just mentioned for those who didn't hear mike said um steven strange being trapped so easily in the mirror verse but here's the flip side, not the flip side, but the other thing that I got bothered with. Um, Peter's so hell-bent on helping these people save their lives. I'm like, it, th did that seem convenient also? It felt so like we don't want to have, we don't want to be associated with people that have killed people almost. That's what it felt like as far as Marvel. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they are. 
and we know people die in Marvel movies. I hate when people bring that up from DC. It's like, yeah, but the heroes aren't generally going out of their way to kill them, uh, mm-hmm. like like intentionally. Um, no, it just, it was such a, if you told me it was a kid's thing and then the adults went out, sure. But it was just like, no, this, you're risking multiverses and the potential of people being injured or killed in your own world to, to, to prove a point to quote unquote, fix people which you don't know their problems like like for instance right, right. Dude, like okay for instance um doc ock how do you know that he wasn't just an insane person how do you know it's the arms that have been telling him to do this like you know like you you don't know this you don't, he, you've never met norman osborne you don't know if he was crazy first you know one of my major issues and Arv, i don't know if you agree with me on this one because you're a, a much softer heart than i am how do you have all six villains or all five villains in the freaking in in Happy Hogan's house, and you're comfortable with working with them, yeah. You know, like on their them. word. They're, remember, they're they're powered. They're they're not exactly. powered. It's yeah, not like not strange. De- it's not like strange has them in some cocoon. They are just literally walking around, and I'm like, well, this is unbelievable, especially for people that didn't want to be there. Electro didn't want to be there. He doesn't have to do this, you know. I mean, the threat was that they could always push that button, but. You know, at the same time, obviously they weren't, meaning that it was obvious that Peter wasn't going to do this. You know, like he wasn't going to press that button anytime soon. Right. So it was just unbelievable that it's like, oh, yeah, you just kind of brought them through town. That's a smart move. <laughs> you know, well, in a, and left a lizard truck. by itself. <laughs> and what was that off? They brought them all in the box truck. Yeah. Yeah, uh, of course. So yeah. I, I just want to say and point out everybody knows this is a fact. All right. Math always beats magic. That's just how it is. I'm sorry. And that was just insane too. Like, it's always it's like he's like, happen. oh, it's just this kind of so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, but it's constantly, it's not like it's one big thing that's moving. Like he's moving, Dr. Strange is moving it at his will. I'm like, it's sure. It's like, it's, I mean, again, it's just like, it's just like when you read a comic book and someone guest stars in someone's comic book, you're like, well, yeah, it's their comic book. They're going to win, but no, <laughs> that's not how that would work, you know? And it, I, I thought it was, uh, like, I'm, I'm, you know me, I forgive, right? That's why I ask you this. Yes, I, I forgive, but the 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 fact that Sorcerer Supreme couldn't get out of webbing, like you snap your fingers and create an energy thing, and then boom, you're cut loose. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't do that, like. No, like I said, like I said, it was just like I said, everything was very formulated to drive the plot. And unfortunately, it felt like that. It wasn't one of those where you're like, oh, damn, that, you know, that's inconvenient. And this happened to happen. It was like, oh, no, he had to stop the doc because otherwise he would have immediately pressed that button, you know. Um, So, yeah, it was just there was just a lot of that that bothered me. The fact that he knew to take the ring and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just it was a lot. That's another thing. Evidently, he couldn't get back either. That's, that's that's another thing. Like, I mean, he doesn't need the sling ring to get out of the the mirrorverse, and then he could have just contacted some. He literally could have phoned up any sorcerer and been like, "Could you get me home?" No, no. <laughs> but, but that's the other thing. Like, eh. why did they introduce the sling ring? Like in, in the comics, he doesn't have a sling ring. He just makes the no. Well, I mean, well, that's their limitations. I mean, obviously, yeah. And, and they're fine kind of with that. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. we've set this up in the movie. But the, my point right. though is, screw the he parameters. Gotten, he could have gotten anybody. Screw the parameters. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the parameters. Like, yeah. Well, I, I want my heroes overpowered, superpowered. All right. Jeez. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> calm down. You don't have to yell. Um, <laughs> so don't make me obviously. 
the the whole thing with the with the villains backfire. Um, we get a, we get a great fight between. I mean, the best fight was Spider Man, or I'm sorry, Tom Holland, um, William Dafoe, round one. That was a great was fight awesome. because you, awesome. I felt like you really got to see how strong Goblin was. Right. Yeah. Because before well, you see. Well, don't the forget, like, movies, like the other Peter Parker also wasn't that strong. Like, I mean, they all seem to now be that kind of level of strong, but it's like, you know, you're not going to be thrown through floor after floor after floor and be like, okay, let me bounce back up. <laughs> you know, he's so, like, he's Spider-Man. He's not instantly healing Wolverine. <laughs> you know? Wait, wait. So you guys can't go through multiple floors and just stand up? Yeah, no, exactly. So, I yeah, can really so like, get you know, I mean, again, but no. I mean, again, I definitely, I definitely love the fights. You know, they, they definitely were fun. I mean, I even liked the, the battle between Strange and Spider Man was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, know, it had a silly resolution, but it had a lot of fun. You know, watching the different tactics and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, but yeah, the Willem Dafoe fight was good. I mean, I thought the other ones were mostly lacking. I mean, like the Electro fight was, it was, it was all right. It was all right. You know, um, he didn't have to fight uh the lizard at all. You know, Strange had already taken care of that. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely it was a definitely a good battle. You know, I you know yeah. I liked it, and, and you know, and it and it just showed that like Willem Dafoe was just like, yeah, I just kicked your ass, and I can just do it anytime. <laughs> and but also remember, because of because of Goblin, we get one of our first gut punches, emotional gut punches of the movie, which is the death of Aunt May. How were you guys about that um, that turn of event? I kind of knew she was dying. How she got up and they were she was talking with Peter and she didn't move anywhere. They didn't move anywhere. Right. And then when it was time to move, Peter realized she was bleeding. I'll, how did you guys handle? I mean, how was it for you guys? I mean, why would you kill the hottest Aunt May ever? Like, <laughs> facts. <laughs> why? Like, you, you you just lost like a quarter of your audience right there. Like, now they're you not gonna come back. You didn't lose a soul. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I don't have hot Aunt May to see anymore. Oh man. Um, with Amy, I mean, I, I figured at some. Us? I mean, I figured at some point she was going to die because the thing is, we never had um, Ben. We never had an Uncle Ben for him. Very true. Um, so she had to die at some point. So I wasn't surprised. Like I knew she was going to die in the movie the moment she interacted with the Goblin. I'm like, oh, they're going to kill her. <laughs> you know, like I'm talking about like the moment the Goblin was sitting politely. Oh, as when he was the homeless shelter. Yeah, like I said, literally the moment. She interacted with the goblin. I'm like, oh, he's gonna kill her. There's no two ways about that. Now, whether or not they decided to do magic hanky panky mm-hmm. to bring her back, magic you know, which I would hope they panky. they wouldn't, but magic and they didn't. But you know, um, no, I knew she was gonna die, and I and as she was dying, I'm like, and now you get to tell him about great power and great responsibility because he's never had that speech. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. Even know? even though we, I, I, and I think here's the thing: people assume that speech happened because. Even though we didn't see Ben die, we know Ben died. You know, they we just know that this Peter's origin story was fast forwarded so we can get to the action. But to mm-hmm. actually see the great power, great responsibility thing, you're right, Mike. You know, they well, had it. it. He's he's never mentioned his regret about not being the one that that or being the one that didn't stop the criminal. He's never mentioned it. So at no point have I ever thought with this incarnation of Spider-Man that he um quote unquote allowed the criminal to get away and that criminal killed uncle ben i never believed it because it was never told to us you know okay all right i mean i i I didn't think about it until after when once she said with great power come great great responsibility and i leaned over to um i leaned over to to lady j and i told her i said um she's about to die now (laughs) just because she said it i was like oh she's gonna die (laughs) 
She gonna die. So now here's where the fun starts. I mean, the fun has already been happening, but now we have, of course, MJ and and Ned playing with the sling ring. Which um, Ned playing with a sling ring. How are we feeling about that? Well, they established as much as they could early in the in the in the movie. When he said, like, oh, you know, my, my uh, aunt always said that we're, our family's magical. And sometimes I get a tingling in my hand. And da, 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 you know, and so I'm like, okay, so he's going to be able to do magic in this movie. And then, lo and behold, he did magic. How would you feel about it? How did <laughs> um, you It moved the plot along. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It, it, no, no incarnation of Ned Leeds has ever been magical. <laughs> you know, um, he's been a killer, um, which is so funny that they alluded to that when he was like, I wonder what the Ned Leeds were like in the other universe. It's like... Oh, the Hobgoblin. You're going to try and kill Peter a lot. Um, but, you know, um, so I thought that was funny. But, I mean, you know, it was just, again, it moved the plot along. Because since you've gotten rid of the Doctor, and the Doctor obviously wouldn't be as helpful, you needed somebody to do this. So there you go. So, so now you got Ned. But I don't expect to see him with Wong battling it out with magic. I mean, like, if I see that at some point, I'll be like, okay, now I'm mad. Now I'm done. So Ned, so Ned opens up the portals for for the for the Spider Man. Um, we knew this was coming, um, mm-hmm. but to see it, how they handled it, how did you guys feel about it? Well, I could talk. Okay, yeah, of course. Um, I felt a little bit surprised. But not really? really, not 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 really, really surprised. But once I saw the first one, I'm like, because you see him standing, and I'm like, oh, that's not that's not Tom Holland. Oh, okay, I see who it is. All right. Then he then once to do the first one, I'm like, all right, cool. He's gonna do it again. He's definitely gonna do it again. Oh, he did it again. Yeah, there we go, Tobey Maguire. All right, yeah. All right, cool, cool. You didn't know they were gonna be in the movie? No, I knew they were gonna be in the oh, movie. Oh, oh. But it's like I. When I saw that scene, I'm like, oh, okay, here it is. Here's here's our reveal of how oh, they're going to have gotcha, it. Oh, okay. Because gotcha. like, you said you were surprised. That's why I was like, you didn't know they were going to be in the movie? <laughs> no, no. I was just surprised oh. at the way that they were doing it. You know, I thought it was going to be like someone sees him. Like, the, the, I thought they were going to do sort of like a, like, uh, like Tom is, uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man is like swinging down the city and you see like, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man swinging also and then he's like oh what the hell's going on here and like they meet up that way so I see what you're saying I, I didn't expect them to to meet Peter only after first meeting uh Ned and MJ you know uh I mean well I figured that I mean how the movie was moving the moment they said we need to find Peter I was like oh yeah. you're going to find the other Parkers now because it only made sense that way the because the other the reason why the other Spider-Man weren't Spider-Manning it around is because they all saw the news of what was happening with that Spider-Man. So they were like, well, that would be stupid of us. <laughs> you, know? You, know, um, you know what I was really hoping for? That, Peter Parker. Well, he's not in any of the older movies. So, like, <laughs> 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 you know? I mean, and that's the thing, too. I mean, even even if they if, if they hadn't already announced and spoiled once more again, things that would have been a great reveal um, to see these Peter, these Spider-Man in this movie as a surprise would have been fantastic. It's like, you know, you've got the villains only from their movies in there. So you're like, well, we know who's showing up now. Yeah. Um, but it was still good. It was it was good. It was interesting though because both Spider-Man, they were like, we're the sweetest versions of Spider-Man you've ever found. I'm like, I'm like, at first I was just like, are you guys gonna date? <laughs> you know, like, they're like the sweet <laughs> versions of each other. Um, like, you know, they, they had like it was like all their toughness was gone. Like, and I don't mean in a macho way, yeah. I just meant like all of their fight was gone. And I was just like, what happened? <laughs> you know. Well, um, but I mean I enjoyed them both and I enjoyed uh the fact that um, Tobey Maguire did not come in costume 
Yeah. And yeah. they were just like, you know, she was just like, oh, it's just some guy named Peter Parker must have shown up or something like that. And that, you know, when he saw like the other Spider-Man and they both fired the webbing, that was fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And seeing them both flip almost identically just in reverse, you know. I mean, seeing their immediate reactions was good. Ned's grandma is just, she stole the show. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> she said, um, can you guys just clean up all that webbing, please? Yeah. Well, I don't blame her for that, but she's like, you just clean all that webbing you just shot around. <laughs> um, um, she said, while you're up there, can you grab that corner? It's just really hard to get. That I did not like. I thought that was silly when they asked her to clean the cobweb because it was just, it was again, it was the scene was a little bit too long for me when MJ was just like, well, we'll now crawl around on the ceiling. And even he's like, why would I want to do that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> To prove your spite, was like, I'm already sticking to the ceiling. And I mean, in that, the movie felt, it felt a little bit too drawn out for for the moment it's like you he's already proven he's spider-man like it and he did it in such a great way like just one hand holding him up there i thought was better than him jump flipping and being upside down on the ceiling which right it was so normally how that happens you know right um so now we so now we get our spider-man just the way we wanted it We, we got him back and we have them you know you know helping peter out because now he's devastated by may's loss and they have the whole talk of and it's very similar to into the spider-verse where the spider men or spider people are talking to miles morales about loss and about mm-hmm. this is what's part this is how it is to be spider-man this is why we do what we do this whole that whole speech um even though it was almost the same speech did you feel it was still effective I mean, it's it's a lesson learning speech. I mean, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it didn't do anything for me one way or the other. I mean, right. e- even though we're hearing it for the umpteenth time, this is the first time that Peter's hearing it. So yeah, right. It, it, I mean, I I enjoyed it because um and and obviously from the, here on out, it's a lot of all three Spider Men working together and a lot of a lot of fan service. A lot of like you know conversations between them, and just being even if you're not a fan of the comic book, or if you only saw one of the movies, just you know a lot of things they mentioned. You're like, oh wow, you know it, it was. I wow. really enjoyed it. Even if you're if you're, if the casual fan, you enjoy it. But if you're a fan like us who's yeah. watched all eight eight movies, nine movies, eight. We've three watched from, all three the from Toby, just... three from Tom Holland, and two from Andrew Garfield. We've watched all the movies. That's it. That's all you got to say. Yeah, we watched but, movie, but, but I mean, it numbers. was just the whole time. It was so funny because I was expecting it to happen when um, Garfield and McGuire met. But I was just like, "All right, how long before they realize he's got webbing coming out of his body?" <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, yes, that was <laughs> you know? great. And I love the reaction because I love the reaction was both disgust and scientific curiosity out of both of them, as it would be with people that are scientists. It was just like, "Really? Wait, how's that work?" <laughs> you, know, like, you know, because that's exactly what you would ask. Um, which his answer though was silly because it's like. You're a scientist, Peter. You already would have looked into how it actually works. You would have already, like, you know, uh, done chemical analysis on your webbing and figured out where it's, and how it's being produced in your body. This would have occurred already, you know. But uh, you, you know, everybody's wondering, like, can you shoot it from anywhere else? Yes, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was a great question. <laughs> you know, you're just like, does it shoot from anywhere else? It's like, nope, just dance. <laughs> there were so there were so many great lines that 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 called back to other things, like when Ned asks. Um, when he asks um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and he says, um, "Do you have a best friend?" He goes, "Yeah, he died in my arms." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, my... but, but did you hear Andrew Garfield though? Which I remember what he said. He was like, "Dude," <laughs> 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 you 
know, because, because don't forget his best friend also attacked him. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Right. You know, Harry Osborne. I mean, he's the one that attacked him, you know. So it was just like <laughs> <laughs> there, there were a lot, I mean, even the callback to Toby's back. Yeah, was pretty was pretty funny. I, my back, my back. <laughs> I'm back. I had to explain, I'm back. I had to explain that. And we were like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, that's an actual thing." Yeah. So now we get to you know them figuring out how to do this, which you know moved pretty quickly. The three Peters, they're all scientists. They figure it out. Felt a little convenient, but that seems to be the theme of this movie. Um, and now they're, they're having the big battle scene at the um, Statue of Liberty. Um. Which was the best sequence for you of that whole fight? Um, was... when, when they finally uh, get their shit together and sync up and actually are able to start making a dent in their actual plan. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I did. I liked them all meeting because, I mean, they had to. Because I liked the fact that it had to be pointed out. Not that we don't know that, but they had to actually realize it themselves. They're like, we don't work in groups. Even in the comics, Spider-Man, like, I work alone. <laughs> you know, right. Like, we don't work in groups. We don't know how to work as a group. And, I, and, of course, the love of, like, I do. I work with the Avengers. Who the hell are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and it was just like, yeah, they're not in your world, dude. Um, I like that. Now, in this fight, it's not because of this that moment at all, but I just want to bring up now that we've gotten around to the end and we've brought in all the characters. Thought, what I was saying about the introduction of Otto and on the bridge. Go for it. That if, did you notice, like I said, no one died on that bridge. And I'm not saying that anyone should have. No one died in the apartment incident. Like when the, all the villains finally break free, da, 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 da. Right. And, and they move it to the Statue of Liberty where there's no one, <laughs> you know. Because no matter how they want to put it, no matter how justified that they want to write it in the script and MJ wants to point out to the doctor or anything else, this is all Peter Parker's fault. He is responsible for May's death. And in that, I feel they had to make sure no one else was seen dying. Hmm. Because otherwise, he would be responsible for every person that we saw those villains kill. And I don't know if that's you know written anywhere. I'm just saying from my perspective, because I noticed, was very noticing of that like 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 even when the villains come down and there's cops down they don't attack any of them directly you know like no one else dies and i'm like well that's so that you make sure that even no matter how you want to wrap it up he's responsible for may's death because of, the, of his decisions of listening even with her like you made the right decision bullshit no he did not because people could have died you know right he did not in that my opinion he did not make the right decision but since that's the theme that they're going with like you know this is precious, save everybody, da, da, da. And that's fine, that's, that's what you're going with. Then they had to make sure no one else did die. Because otherwise it's like, oh yeah, Peter, how are you going to explain that to, you know, the mother of four that just lost her kids? Then yeah. like, oh, I did the right thing, you know? You know, and that's, and I thought that was very interesting. So that even when they picked their final battle spot, I smiled because I'm like, you made sure there wasn't another human being around, you know? Which, so, which is just conscious writing. Yeah. Rough, I'm sorry. Yeah. So what I'm getting from what you're saying is you wanted more people to die. No. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> you hear it here, folks. MFG wants tons of death in all the movies. <laughs> it wasn't at the I, high I just, school. <laughs> you know, but that, that's why I just wanted to point that out. I thought that was very interesting. I thought that was very interesting writing. Again, I can't prove that that was behind it, but it makes sense to me. Because other, like I said, otherwise... You can just sit there and go, you know, especially the haters. 
oh, well, you know, he's also responsible for all those other people that died. But it's like, nope, no one else died on, that we saw, you know. And yeah. you can't then make assumptions other people died because they weren't on screens. Like, right. they made sure to keep it his, they made sure to keep his guilt to one person. <laughs> and now Speak he actually can be guilty about it. You know? Speak of so, Ralph. Okay. At least, you know, if some people might have died, it still wouldn't compare to the amount of people who died when they were brought back from the blip and they were on planes that no longer existed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, damn, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, listen, that's the truth. No, I hear you. Um, it's funny because Mike mentioned about um, the only life that pretty much Peter was accounted for, you know, is May. Um, did did you guys feel the um, the excitement or not the excitement, but the redemption of Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker when he saved MJ? Yes, I mean, I, 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 his tears, I, my eyes were welling up, and it's not. Yes, because of, it was before even his tears. Mm-hmm. I welled up because I, I mean, because you knew or should have known what that scene meant to him. It meant I saved somebody. I saved my MJ or his, you know, Gwen Stacy, but like I say, you know, my version of MJ that way. And it meant everything to him. And that felt so good that, you know, and I mean, and, and what I like about it is unlike with the villains, it's not like that means Gwen Stacy's alive. It's just this brought something to him that like, like he could even begin to explain, you know, and I really love that scene. It was a good, it's probably my, that was probably the scene that moved me the most. Yes. You know? Yeah. It, it it moved me too because that means he finally learned about physics and how they work and the fact that Gosh, if you I, snap someone up like that you're definitely gonna break something. Well, it wasn't like it was his intention to snap her. He was it was either that or splat, and he just hoped for the best. Well, this know? is why he should have listened to me and invented the web uh, airbag that he just shoots ahead of it. It blows up and it catches her in a nice airbag. But no, no, that was too complex. Oh, yeah. it, and it would have, it would have caught her and all the debris that fell on her right on top of it. Exactly, ah. but she would have been fine, you know, because then, I, but, uh, then, but yeah, no, then but, you have yeah. the patented uh, web dome, which will then encompass her and protect her from all the falling debris. But no, too complex. Yeah, there you go. Watching it the first time, I felt the emotion, but it didn't come out. The second time, I, I kind of like in reviewing this movie, um, like getting ready for the review. Watching it again, that's when it kind of really hit me. Yeah, you know, that, that, that scene, like I said, it was oddly enough, it was May's death, all the other stuff. It's like, no, that one is the one that that meant the most because that was that was this that was just felt it felt very genuine. Uh, Andrew Garfield did a great job of also, you know, evoking the emotions and, and that he needed to for that that moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. speaking like, of redemption, like, like you you know you know he did a good job of doing that because even MJ felt compelled to like give him a hug. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm just glad that Zendaya's not dead. You know, that's, that's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of redemption, actually, I, I was going to ask this question um, because this might be a long answer, but short version: Do you think Andrew Garfield in this movie redeems himself as Peter Parker? Yeah. Uh, the right, well, the writing for this movie is even his small part was superior to everything he had. Um, so yes, I mean it's. It it it, it's not, it doesn't make me want to see him in another Spider-Man movie, nor Tobey Maguire. But you know, it's it's modern writing is different. Remember, their their movies were written in a different time period, especially Tobey Maguire's. You know, yeah. um, I I definitely think they were much better written around this time, even though we didn't get a lot of filler. And I had read somewhere that um, Maguire was even saying that he actually had asked for there not to be a lot more backstory to what has happened with that Spider-Man. Because if you notice, he doesn't even say that he's with MJ. Yeah, well, he, he doesn't. doesn't he it. Had, you know, hmm? 
he hints at it. He says, you he know, like, hints, but he, he, he just, he doesn't, say it outright. doesn't say anything, you know, it's like, literally he doesn't, he, you know, he could, he could have said like, well, I've got my, you know, but he doesn't hint anything. So it's just interesting that they kept his, his future life very much a blank to us as an audience, you here's, know, but you can tell he's definitely better off. Here are the vibes that I felt he was putting down and I picked up. Uh, he's definitely a father. And he and also seemed like he's like a pastor somewhere at a at a rec center helping kids doing stuff. Well, that's only because they said that he was dressed like a youth a youth camp counselor. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was so funny. that was just funny. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're supposed to imagine he's the dad or not. Because again, like I said, we get no backstory from. Him, so that oh, was very interesting. Well, the only know? thing he says was, yeah, um, me and MJ, we've had our uh, me and me and my marriage. You know, oh, I forget what he says. He goes, we've had our issues, but we found a way to work it out. Right. And that's the only thing he kind of says, which, like you said, it kind of leads towards he's 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 OK. He's positive. Right. You know, would which you, which, yeah. which is good. Would you have wanted um, to see Kristen Dunst in there? No, no, no. I love her. I love Kristen Dunst for certain things she's been doing of late. But no, I don't need to see her in there. This wasn't about her. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I. I don't know how I feel with the whole Green Goblin with Norman Osborn being cured because it's 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 like a double whammy. Not only is the movie gone, but it's like he's dead. <laughs> you know, so like so it's like okay, are these people going to be alive when they go back to their time period? Because it doesn't really make sense if they go back to whenever they were taken out. Like you know, we don't know when they were taken out, but it's like does that mean you're not going to like in other words, is is Toby Maguire going to blink to whatever time period? And now since the Goblin was taken after his death or before his death, I should say, I'm sorry, that in the middle of a fight, it's going to be like I'm cured. <laughs> like you know and he, then he doesn't get impaled like like it's it's one of those weird things you're like well i understand you're saying you, you want to send them back cured but or fixed as they put it which i thought was a very disturbing choice of words um yeah they, they can no longer like what does that mean they can no yeah, longer appropriate they're, 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 they've been fixed but what does it mean for the right what does it mean for the story <laughs> though like is is alfred molina not drowning at the bottom of the you know the hud i mean like what exactly does well, this mean so, for all well, their world well, well, the well i Goblin. think well I, well, I think he he is taken before, you know. I mean, I don't think it's happened before. Uh, well, it has to be, I, be. Well, he remember he said, "I remember reaching for it, and then I." Oh my God! Even he realized he was already in the water, so they they were taken right before their deaths. All right. So, so that's what, and so that's what I'm saying. So, like, we're talking, we're not talking. I mean, and it, he was already in the water. Does that mean he suddenly realizes enough to climb out of the water? Yeah. You know, why even, did he, even, yeah. <laughs> even though the thing that's always bothered me, Sandman's not dead. Sandman didn't die. Right. Yeah. You know, his movie, he didn't die. So they said, oh, they all died. I'm like, no, Sandman did not die. Right. Well, you that know. wasn't the only reason they were back. It was just the ones that died they seemed to bring back right then. With, right. Uh, with Green Goblin, he was taken right after. He said, Godspeed, Spider-Man. And then the, you know, the glider was going to come right at him. Uh, so right, he comes right back at that exact same moment, and he goes, "Oh, I'm feeling oh shit, boom." Well, but, but, but I mean, the thing is, it's very possible. We don't. We know that of at least one person that died. Well, actually, two, because even um, Electro, remember, mm -hmm. he realizes he was going to die when he was being absorbed by all that data, or, or he was being spread about all that data. Because even he's like, "Oh, I was about to die." It's like, so fine, you're gonna or like him is a perfect example. If he's sent back to exactly the moment he was going to, and he has no electrical abilities, that means his body is being spread apart like a like fine mist. Jelly. 
<laughs> like a fine mist, you know, like Jenny with no Jenny electrical Jenny. ability. I'm like, oh, so you're sending him back for a far more painful death no. than he would have had his electricity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if <laughs> you know? anybody knows like, anything, Spider-Man loves torture. Yeah. Right. Or, or Alfred Molina, you're sending him back like, I'm finally, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and like he, and like Ralph said, and Norman Osborn, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're sending them back just to appreciate who they are for a moment. <laughs> well, actually, if Alfred Molina um, with Octopus, they actually um, fix the, the tentacles. They have uh, webbed tentacles now, so he could just like swim back up to the top. Huh? You didn't see that? It was an extra feature that they added. The tentacles now have webbing in between oh the, my the, gosh. the hands. Yeah. So he can I, I actually was actually listening. Them. I was like, I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I was listening like, genuinely yeah, for a second. And, and, that, and that's how heavy metal works. <laughs> when it has nothing else supporting it in the water. You, you never heard of web, web heavy metal, man? That shit's oh my awesome. Gosh. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that's another question I have for the movie. I'm like, sure, you gave us all these. You've, you've now modified all of the movies. You know. so, so, so now, sp speaking of the movie, let, let, let's kind of move toward the end. So now, you know, you have the great fight. I mean, I thought the, the um, fight too with Goblin and Holland was good. Mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, it was stiff in certain places, but it was a lot. More, it was a lot more than I thought I'd get. Um, and with Toby getting in in the way, saw that. Coming. I mean, what saw that coming like a mile away. Did you see him getting stabbed? Yes, a mile well, away. Well, you're standing in front of a guy with a knife and, and you're back to him. I'm yeah. like, but of course, there's spider sense that never works well. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> like, I mean, like everybody, like Peter should have just been like, hey, yo, you should duck, <laughs> let alone <laughs> the fact that Tobey Maguire, who has a much better use of his spider sense, because um, Tobey Maguire has spider drama. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes into this fugue state and then stares heavily at everything. I'm like, you do know that whatever it is would have already attacked you and been gone by this point, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but like, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire actually had the spiders and stuff. like, you should have sensed them. Um, but at least, at least I was so happy that they didn't go down the road of, well, one of them has to die to make a point. It's like, no, 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 we're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're good. He's, he survived to go back to his uh... Youth community, wherever he. Exactly. <laughs> youth community. Yeah. So, so now the 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 the, the option is left with Doctor Strange to say, you know what, the the only way we can fix these rifts coming in is by making everybody everybody forget who Peter Parker is. Well, don't forget that's actually Peter's suggestion. He was yeah. the one that made that ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, it was strange that, that it agrees it's the only way to make it work, but even he didn't want to do it because he feels that's extremely cruel, you know. You know, you know? it would have been funny. He goes back and says, you know, actually, I probably could have just, you know, uh, made all the other people. If you just give me the list right now, we could probably fix this. You Possibly. Know, that would have yeah. been hilarious. Well, I mean, well, this, well, that, well, this point, yeah, I mean, this thing was, it was already ripping apart everything. Now, did you notice, by the way, did you notice the rhino? Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. I was like, oh, he's in proper costume. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I totally if, noticed that. What if it's just that Peter's tired of everybody and he wanted people to forget him? And Doctor Strange would have been like, but you know, we could we could we could just make, you know, people who don't already know that you like no no no, make everybody forget. But Peter, you sure like I I can even possibly bring back out make no 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 forget that. Make everybody forget. But Peter, are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sacrifice it. Well, okay. I'm glad that they they've established that like there is no well for whatever reason there what, is no. Uh, what about your girlfriend? I, I, uh, you know, it's it's fine. Yeah, like I don't I don't exactly understand why there is no um, 
Eye of Agamotto. I don't understand it because all because, the yeah, it was because all the jewels the... had well all the jewels had to be, be put back in their proper time, which means Strange should have the eye because it was put back you know with the um, where it's supposed to be with the with the ancient one. So I'm not really clear how that's working. Why he says it doesn't exist any longer, um, but I am just glad that time rewinding was not an option because it's a cheat. That's why I said like I. Figured Aunt May had to die, and I figured, I mean, when I saw it with Goblin, I knew it would be it, but I was hoping they weren't going to, like I said, do some magic thing where it's like, and now she's back, but I hope you learned your lesson. It's like, nope, you've got to deal with this lesson now. Thanos Thanos didn't get the Eye of Agamotto, uh, the the time stone from the past. He got it from um, Strange, remember that. Right, I guess so. I guess that's still why. In that timeline, um, because Thanos then destroyed the stones, remember? You remember. You remember. Uh, you no, know, it's, it's it's the whole time thing. It's those, but then they're. Yeah, but then they, the glove. But then the glove. Returned, but then. The, but then the glove exists. Those stones. Yeah. Right. Return. No. But no. But then the glove exists in our time. I don't know. But either they, way, yeah. It's, yeah. So they got the yeah. time stone from the past to fix everything, but right. they had to put it back. But Thanos still would have gotten it later on, and then he destroyed all of those. And they destroyed it, right? So, so technically, it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. uh, but are we okay with? Um, this clean slate that Peter Parker has chosen for himself, you know, and, and for the future of, of the of the the Spider-Man movies. I am very interested into seeing where they're gonna go from here because this, like, so like, there's so many questions. Like, does the government still know Peter Parker exists? Like, it, does he not have a social security? How is he gonna no, get a job? I mean, he, no, he no he he can't have any of that. Only simply because of happy does not know that may parker had a nephew like so that's just flat like like he he, he goes there is that no one knows of peter parker like so, like so that that would mean that even a family member there is there is no more peter parker so at all you know brings more questions how did he rent an apartment without i was just thinking that too like, like uh, you have no well, social security number that, that, you don't that, exist. Did not look, that did not look like a nice Easy going of that. That didn't look like the guy that checks credit. That looks like the guy whose credit you should check. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like that place, you know. Even um, the Roach Motels in New York, check your background. All right. And who knows with that? And also, I mean, you know, get fake ID. All this crap. I mean, you know, that you have to kind of just let go after a, a point of time. But he doesn't but know just, anybody. So how is he going to get a fake ID? We all, but we don't know how long it's been either. I mean, we just we and see it's been. You know, that's um, the other thing. His his own IDs did like his pictures just like vanish or whatever. Or do they still exist? Um, they may not have a name. I mean, you question, know, question, question, question. Uh, this is no less the questions that the blip occurred. But like I said, I mean, we don't know how long it's been. We don't know if he's gotten fake IDs. What I'm trying to say, it's not like we know it's the very next morning. We don't know how long it's been. And we um, know that Strange wasn't helping him because he forgot too. Right, but he could explain to Strange. Strange would understand. Which is also one of those things where it's like Strange could have helped him. And we don't know he hasn't talked to Doctor Strange. We don't know how long it's been. Because that would be, if nothing is not talking about reversing it, you would just be like, let me explain to Doctor Strange. He'll be able to understand it, you know. I know he hasn't talked to Doctor Strange because I manage his date book and he wasn't on the appointment. (laughs) But, you know, so we don't know how long it's been. We don't know what he's gotten because also he's gotten information to get his GED and all this other stuff. So he's going to be the smartest person in the world with a GED at this point. Um, But it'll be interesting to see. uh, You know, I don't have any feelings one way or the other about it. I mean, I... I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it um, as opposed to anything else. My feelings are mixed. I was a little disappointed because I'm like, wow, you really erased Peter Parker out of existence, which also makes it, you know, it just makes things a lot more complicated. But then I thought about, well, now you can have him work at the Daily Bugle. Right. 
Now you can have him, you know, right. live the broke Spider-Man life that he yeah. did in the comic books. I mean, don't, don't forget, he's not no longer Peter Parker. It's just that the world doesn't know, know who he, he is. He, yeah, he, exactly. He can, right, his ID is, I mean, it'll be fake to the government, but it'll just say Peter Parker. Right. <laughs> like he, he is still Peter Parker. It's not that, you know, he can't take that name. It's just that no one will associate Spider-Man anymore or to anything else. You right. Know? But I, I, but that's what brought me kind of about the, the Daily Bugle thing. But that's what brought me joy. Like, thought yeah. about all the stuff that I grew up watching Spider-Man can now happen. Right. Like Spider-Man, right, cor- you know, correct Spider-Man, you know, or at least in his college years, right. that Spider-Man can actually be, you know, yeah. realized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and when it's called suit, then, you know. I'll be interested to see, though, like, if, you know, if and when there are future Spider-Man movies now, are they still going to keep uh, the Zendaya and Ned Lee's thing, you know, in, uh, you know because... It's really not that important. I mean, yes, he can always moan about MJ, but that gives him now a chance to meet Gwen Stacy. Right. You know, and, and with no baggage, none of this. No, you're cheating on you. It's like, she's not my girl. She doesn't remember me. And I already showed that I don't want to, I don't want to do what I feel is interrupting her life. When he saw the scar, he realized I'm putting her life in danger, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I can just move on. And now I'm, you know, I moved on. I'm in college and I now met this other girl, you know? they can now move that along as opposed to tying him down to the same old, same old love story. Which, or having me Felisa you know, Hardy, that could happen too. Yeah, exactly. Any of that, like, you know, any of that can definitely happen. Um, so yeah, I'm happy about that part. You know, like I said, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a bold new move that way. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what happens with it. Also excited to see when he has to, well, actually, no, he'll be able to inter- interact with the Avengers. They just don't know who he is. Oh, he is right. Um, let me ask before we start going into closing this out, because this was an extra long review, but with a movie of this magnitude, I think it deserved it. Um, the extra ending with um, Eddie Brock. I'm so glad it went where it did, even though I'm also mad what it ended up with. And but yet then glad it kind of at least did that. <laughs> you know, it's one of those feelings. Right? Well, oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. Oh, no, because I was about to say so that like when I saw Eddie Brock and it, I mean, I love Tom Holland as an actor. I hate his Venom character with a passion. Um, I'm like, oh, please don't tell me he's stuck here somehow. But then it's like, oh, okay, I see. This is before the thing actually occurred. So he vanishes. But then I got mad because I'm like, well, the magic brought all of him there. It's not going to leave piece of the symbiote there because it's just going to take everything. It t- it, it's going to take right. everything that's out of place. However, at the same time, I was then happy. This is why I kept saying I kept bouncing back and forth that I'm like, well, at least we don't have to do get a crappy reason of why the symbiote is on this earth because you can't replicate Secret Wars to do that. So at least now, if you want to, if they want, they don't even have to, they can just let that go. But if they want to have Venom, they can. It's always there. And it can be on someone else or they can have our Eddie Brock. That can be a real Venom, not that Starsky and Hutch 1970s buddy cop crap (laughs) that Sony has been feeding us so far. We're all smiling like, I love this. So what I would love to see, but not with the actor that they have doing it, would be agent venom you know yeah. well no because this flash thompson sucks exactly he's not he's not our flash thompson so that's that's that why i'm horrible, saying you know not with this actor but if they would get someone who could actually do it well and actually look like yeah. him would but be you can't cool. but you can't do agent venom without venom because then it makes no sense like you, you, right, you know, like, not you, saying, you, just, you just you just need Venom to be Venom. Like, I, like let him be Venom. He's a villain. Let it go. Like making him a hero in a Spider-Man movie is just 
it's not worth it. You know, I'm, in my I'm not saying to jump to Agent Venom. I'm right. saying I would love to see. You would love if to go there. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah but they can, and they However, can we anyone. get there, yeah. we get there. Yeah. I would just love to see it. Yeah. You know, I I definitely think, you know, I'm, I'm definitely happy that, you know, if they want to do Venom, we get a chance to actually have a for real Venom um, in that way. I'm also very happy that no matter all the fam, oh, this, then this is like, this is not the same world. So take your venom and shut it. <laughs> you know, take take all of your things that are happening in Venom and Mobius and whatever else. It's not the same Earth. Get over it. <laughs> you know? Mobius. Well, with, Morbius. With, with, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Morbius. Thinking Mobius from the DC. Right. Um, with that being said, anything else we want to add before we go into renaming and ratings? Yeah, not to body shame. But I was reading something that said that um, here comes the body. That, uh, Jacob Batalon, yeah, that Ned. They said that he lost a hundred and two pounds to mm -hmm. do this, and I'm going. He didn't look that heavy before. I'm like, did he get way heavier after this? Because I'm like, I mean, he's not a skinny guy in any of the movies, but I'm like, he never looked that big before. Like a hundred and two pounds. I'm like, that's a lot, you know. He, he was pretty heavy, and he's lean now. He's yeah. lean. He's he's. He's, he's not lean. lean in that movie at all. In <laughs> I mean, the well, he, also remember they had, him, they had him wear bigger clothes. Also remember that you know they, they had him wearing a lot of bigger clothes. You know it was winter time, um, but if you see him like if you see him in in interviews, he's he's lean. He's very lean. His head is the biggest thing on him. No 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 disrespect. He's like he's that kind of lean where it's like his body hasn't caught up to. Like, it's like when, when Jonah Hill lost all that weight. Right. He looks like that. Okay. Uh, and by, oh, sorry, go ahead, bro. I, I just wanted to be noted that uh, Ralph Latek is the only one not body shaming anybody here. I'm not body shaming anybody. I, mean, no, I wasn't either. A, I, I made a you comment. You said he had like, a big head, and you, yeah. and you said that he wasn't lean. So Coming from a guy who has a big head and lost 30 pounds last year, I know what it's like. <laughs> so you, you know what the top heaviness feels like? Yes, I do. <laughs> when you when you bend over to tie your shoelaces, do you like have to like just fight the urge to fall forward? You just... I don't want to talk to you about bending over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I can't get back up. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, when did Happy become a, a stalker? Was he watch, watching Superman Returns? Because yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, repeat. dude, I'm like, dude, just this is not healthy for anybody. <laughs> you know, all he, was missing, all he was missing was the boombox in the rain. Wow. Yeah, all right, guys. All right. All right. We, we've talked about this enough and it deserved it. This, this movie deserved it. But let's finally stick the landing on this um, review and rename Spider-Man No Way Home. Ralph, you want to go first or shall I? You can go first. I'll give you that honor. All right. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to call it Spider-Man. No way you can't call this convenient, but who cares? Ralph? Spider-Man. No way, no how. Oh, wait. There is a way and there is a how. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Mike, please save us on this one. Uh, you have two choices, the longer and the short. The longer one is Spider-Man. No way to sugarcoat it. You killed Aunt May. Or just, <laughs> just Spider-Man. What a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> all right. All right. So now, what we've all been waiting for, ratings for Spider-Man No Way Home. Ralph, you get the honors. Go first. I give Spider-Man... No way home. Eight. Wait, you don't use web cartridges? Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna give Spider-Man No Way Home eight and a half 
um, flying in the air during Christmas time without spark, without Stark tech on his costume out of 10. Yeah, that, that, that was just a sewn up Lycra suit. I was like, he's going to be cold. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> hope it's thermal. <laughs> he, he better be webbing up something down there. Shoot, um, he's nuts, Mike. Well, I'm much more generous, even with the the kid and overly, overly convenient plot. Um, I still enjoyed the movie a lot, so I give it a nine tacky Statue of Liberty accessories out of ten. Oh, my gosh. That shield was so horrible. I was oh, like, my God. I was I, like, oh, thank God they ripped that off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, so there you have it. Spider-Man No Way Home. There's no way <laughs> that you can't call it convenient, but there's no way you're not going to like it. But guys, don't go anywhere. I would usually say Rocket Review is next, but this went a little bit long, so we're going right to Geeks on the Go. That's next. Geeks on the Go. No more webbing. No more webbing or webbles? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want webbles, I know a guy. No, I don't want webbles. I'm okay with that. <laughs> And people were like, I didn't press SAP. What's going on here? <laughs> he, he was married. No huevos. <laughs> yeah, was, was. I got him back. He was in the intact, prenup. Though, right? <laughs> all right, all right, funny guys. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we've made it under a minute here and there. And Ralph is like, friends with the timekeeper who's friends with the sound guy who's friends with everybody else and makes this go slower and i never get what i want all i'm hearing is that i have a lot of friends and you don't don't be jealous wow i i don't even know what to say so i should just go say ready set go moon knight is the next disney plus marvel show to come out do the writers bring in a familiar villain or a brand new one mike do you know Moon Knight's familiar villain? No, I don't. Exactly. Okay. Well, <laughs> why would they give themselves more work to do when they could just use something that's already been established? That's true. Okay. Besides Craven, what Spider-Man villain that hasn't been used in the movies would be would get you excited to see? Ralph. I mean, wouldn't the tech guy be interested in seeing the Tinkerer? No, he's born. Mike, <laughs> how dare well, First you. of all, I could hear that there was no hyphen in Spider-Man. Um, but the Jackal, because Miles Warren is batshit crazy. Ooh, I like the Jackal. All right. Yeah. And with the last Spider-Man movie successfully resurrecting the previous two Spider-Men, would it be lucrative if Sony made a solo movie with either of them? Ralph. I mean, were those first franchises lucrative? Well, the first two were. Yes or no? Nice stalling tactic, you fucking prick. And I saved my cursing for the end. I don't know and what I was talking about. I always say, you entertain him. <laughs> I I can't go next and ask you, and then he's talking, because no one's going to hear either of your answers. I got to be courteous. I'm, I'm not that rude. If you say next, I will stop talking. Whatever. That's such a lie. But we're still but waiting for an it, answer. Yeah, thank you. We're still. He's still stalling. There's no ticker. Wait, is this a yes or no question? Maybe. Maybe. So you think it might be lucrative if they brought back Toby as Peter or Andrew as Peter? As long as you have an interesting story, then yes. That means Sony can't be writing it. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Mike. Easily answered. Toby, Andrew, great to see you guys. Now fuck off. <laughs> wow. I, I, again, I mean, it's it's just like one of those things. It's just, just because like some ex showed up being nice doesn't mean you should get back together with them. 
It really is. It's like, hey, it is great to see you guys. Did a fantastic job in this movie, which is different than all of yours. Bye. And, which, <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, which I already know they're gonna. I, something tells me Sony's already gonna work on um, Andrew Garfield's third, the third movie. Right. They also, it all depends on what Andrew Garfield's in the movie for. Well, that's he, Well, you know, he's a big Spider fan. He he was depressed when 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 they took him off Spider Man, especially the way he. But how it. was he not depressed reading the scripts for those two movies? <laughs> he was. We, we also don't know what the spider. <laughs> we also don't know what they have on uh, on the cutting room floor. At, uh, AKA David Ayers, AKA um, Zack Snyder. You know, there's a lot. That of wasn't with- anything better either. Like these, all these direct. Oh, my movie is getting panned. The cutting room. Oh yes, everything is magic on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, somehow, no one knew what a good movie was but you. And then we see it and we go, uh huh. <laughs> like I don't care what you bring. Um, of Jared Leto off the cutting room floor, is that going to make the Suicide Squad movie better? No, because it had nothing to do. His Joker was horrible. It had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like uh, like nothing he does is going to make that movie better. It'll just make his role better. <laughs> you know, well, there's, I, there's, I, there's one thing he could have done to make that movie better. Not show up. That and turn on the part. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> now, I've been team Tom Holland this whole time. I really thought that um, Andrew really, you know, redeemed himself. I always said out of out of when it was just him and, and Toby, he was the better Spider-Man because he had the quips in the costume. You know, he was a bad Peter Parker. He was a good Spider-Man. Yeah, but I mean, but is, but is that him being a better Spider-Man or the writer? The writers wrote the quips. Yeah. So and that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's, yeah, yeah, but also have to have Toby <laughs> yeah. say the quips and does it come off the same way? It doesn't even come even close. I don't know. He didn't have the quips. <laughs> he didn't watch yeah. Toby do anything. I mean, all, all I think well, about I mean, is I don't. I mean, I was never. I mean, I like Toby where I watched the movies when I watched them, but I always make fun like he always looks like he's reading a cue card to me. Like this was the first time it did not look like he was reading his script <laughs> on camera. Like, I don't know. Like, oh. I I just feel like I I really want to see Andrew Garfield get one more time, and if he has good writing, maybe it, you know they can kind of you know redeem what they've done for him in Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's, I'm just you, you know what it is, is the fact that Tobey Maguire takes like two years to deliver his dialogue and Andrew Garfield can do it a lot quicker. I also have an issue. I mean, I also have a thing about Tobey Maguire because him and I share the same birthday. He's literally, he's one year older than me. So you took his birthday is what, I'm, is what you're saying, right? That's what I'm hearing. You stole I, his day. How dare you? The man is a national treasure. You give him back Ooh, his birthday. That's who, right. Wait, that's wait, wait, right. Wait. He, he's wait. a national treasure. He should be buried. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Wow, our first rim shot. We haven't had a rim shot all no, show. That's the second one. Clearly, you have not learned how to count. No, Zoom sucks. That's why. <laughs> all right. So, shout outs. Do we have any shout outs, gentlemen? I would like oh. to shout out. No okay. one in particular, but if you know who you are, thank you. Ooh, All right. Very right. mysterious. All right. I'm going to shout out, I don't know. I'm going to shout out the men and women in our fine services all over the world. And then also everybody else that's not in those fine services. But uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just waiting for things to get better, guys. Help me along. Yeah, really. For real. Let's finally be done. We thought we were done and then we were wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> I feel like I'm always wrong. Well, I was married, so that was wrong too. But that's another story. Uh, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the years. I mean, we had, you know, the unfortunate 2020, which was followed by 2020, 
and we just have brought in 2020. So I'm just hoping <laughs> that the year moves along a little bit more this time. Groundhog year. Well, well, you <laughs> know, this, this year is 2022. That's true. See, it is. 2020 again. also. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, oh, by the way, I'm sorry. This is completely unrelated. And sorry to drag this out even more only because, but I don't know if other people, have, you know, it's not like this was my original thought, but like, uh, have talked about it, whatever. I just thought of something, or I'm sorry, read something today that just was so depressing about a beloved movie that it just was like, oh, I don't think I can watch this movie the same way again. Um, Groundhog Day. So, I mean, it's if you watch the director's cut or whatever like that, the DVD right. directors, like um, Harold Ramis, he jokingly says like, oh, he was there for like 10,000 years. I mean, he just jokes about that. But he does say, in all honesty though, he was there for more than 10 years. And then they say for him to think about ice sculpture becoming a concert pianist, they said he actually had to probably be in Groundhog Day for over 30 years. And when you watch that movie, even though he does try and kill himself at some point, that's not so light, but Multiple the rest times. of the movie's light, but the rest of the movie's light, you don't realize, you don't think it's that long, but you're like, oh my God, if he, even if it was just 10 years, you're like, could you imagine 10 years of that? And I'm like that. I don't want to be able to watch that movie the same ever again. Thinking that now, yeah. <laughs> you know? that really just depressed me. I was like, "Oh, this is not funny anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's when you think about it now, like, "Oh wow, that's kind of sad." <laughs> yeah. I'm, Sorry, I'm just, it was unrelated to anything. It was just one of those things I read today. I was like, "That just depressed me." I'm just mad that it took him so long to realize there's no consequences. Well, I mean, no, I mean, that probably didn't take that long. What, what also is also sad is that he didn't learn to be a, I don't think he learned to be a good person. I just think that after all those years, he was just so beaten down that he didn't have any more fight left in him. I was going to say, all the other fun <laughs> options were done. So yeah, he, like he just had no more fight left, you know? Yeah. Anyhow, sorry about that. No, it's okay. Um, I'd like to shout out all the listeners. Um, thanks for always being supportive. Thank you guys for always, like, hitting me up, um, hitting Mike up, hitting Ralph up. Um, letting us know how we're doing. Shout out to Johannes. Shout out to South Carolina. Johannes, um, and, and actually, um, uh, uh, hopefully you're feeling better, um, South Carolina. Hope everything's good over there. Um, um, a, a, a little bit of a get well to our girl, Erin. Love you very much, Erin. Um, Feel uh, better. Be better. We love you. Big out, shout out to Lady J. Thank you very much for um, taking me to go see Spider-Man. I owe you a blue slushie because I just never share. <laughs> She could have just waited till you fell asleep and just drank the rest of it. All right. <laughs> I don't fall asleep anymore in movies, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah sure, you don't. We have evidence to the contrary. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, did what what movie did we just see with him in that blue and, and and he was nodding? What was that? What movie was that? Oh, um, Eternals. Because yeah, it was boring in the beginning. Are you serious? Yeah, it had nothing to do with that 32-ounce sugar thing that you sucked down. <laughs> that movie, that movie felt like 10 years of things going on. <laughs> How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I mean, definitely we 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 love you guys. We miss you guys. Shout out to Big Kev. Shout out to Big, Big Kev. Kev. Uh, shout out to Big Joey Papa the Kev. intern. We'll see who listens. Um, but oh, and shout out to congratulations on Super Gabe, who was just on um Law and Order SVU. He was on an Woo! episode, which He's by the famous. way looks great as a fighter, but I can't believe him as, as Brazilian. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, did you see that wax job? Wax job? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's even Brazilian, you get it? I Okay, all right, all right. Thanks for walking me through to that one, Ralph. I mean, you, but, you look kind of confused. I had to show you where the door is and turn the knob for you. That's just my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's why and I, I appreciated Ralph for you helping him with his knob. 
Yeah. Wow. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Knob Creek. He's talking about Knob Creek, the whiskey. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And Listen, on that man, note, I'm... Get your mind out the gutter. I'm ending the show right here. So for <laughs> Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square Route Protect, this is the Cap saying, keep it geeky. Thanks for sticking around for this double size episode. <laughs>